This is Monday, December 6th, and we're going into our second week of Advent and looking at the promises of God. As Christmas approaches, I got to thinking about strange Christmas presents that I've received over the years. Now, as a pastor, I've received a bunch of praying hands and many plaques with prayers on them, pictures of Jesus, and even model church buildings. And to be honest, I'm not much for religious gifts. A few years ago, I received two interesting books the same Christmas. The first one had the title, How Not to Die. I'm not making this up. A doctor named Michael Greger wrote about food that will keep you from dying. I don't really want to die right now. But my friend had noticed that I wasn't eating healthy. Hence, he gave me the book. The second book was about how to lose weight. Yes, these were gifts from caring friends. But think about it. They were also ways of indicating that I have a problem that needs to be addressed. Now, as we think about this, here's our text for today. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That's Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. Now we've picked up today in Matthew's explanation of how the birth of Jesus came about. Scholars have said that Matthew gives us the birth of Jesus from the perspective of Joseph, along with the lineage of Joseph, that is, the legal lineage of Jesus. Now, here's the backstory. Joseph was engaged to Mary when he found that she was carrying a baby. Now, the law allowed him to make this public, destroying her reputation. It would really pretty much end her life. This is not what Joseph wanted to do. He thought the best thing would be to end his relationship with Mary quietly, to save her life and spare her the shame of it all. But the angel of the Lord intervened by appearing to Joseph in a dream. Joseph was told that Mary had not been with another man. Her baby was conceived by the intervention of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, Joseph should marry her, and raise this special baby boy as his own. He would give the boy the name Jesus. Now that's the same as the name Joshua. The angel also told Joseph the mission of this special child. He would save his people from their sins. Now here is where the story takes an unexpected turn. The Jews waited for a Messiah, but their idea had nothing to do with the forgiveness of sins. Indeed, the villain of their story was the Roman government and their soldiers that were occupying the land. When the Messiah showed up, he would restore the kingdom to Israel. Or that's what they thought. But notice that Jesus has not come to rid the country of Romans, but instead save his people, his own people, from their sins. In the Jewish way of thinking, their problem was not their sins as much as their enemies. And Jesus came to fulfill a mission that, well, the Jews didn't consider to be their problem. Now, as we read about the birth of Jesus, we may feel the bite of this passage. 
How often do we think the problem is outside of us? Perhaps we blame other people for our troubles. Or we think the problem really is the circumstances of our lives. But the truth is, salvation is an inside job. Jesus came to save us from our sin and to reunite us to God. We think our greatest enemies are outside forces when the real danger lies in our hearts. And I think of the two books that I mentioned earlier that I received for Christmas. One with the message that I needed to eat healthier, and another with the message that I need to lose weight. Now, they felt, felt like insults at the time, but they were really gifts from friends, friends that care about me. Yes, the Jewish people came to look upon Jesus as the enemy, when instead he was trying to save them from their real enemy, from sin. And this is what the angel told Joseph from the start. This is why that baby was called Jesus. The name means God is deliverance, or God is salvation. Our salvation is found in Jesus, the one that saved us from our sins. Why did Jesus come to do this? It's simply because God promised. The Lord told the prophet Isaiah that one would appear that would cover the sins of his people. Isaiah 43.25 reads, I, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. This is the promise of Christmas fulfilled. One has come to remove our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. Jesus, during his earthly ministry, explained that our real problem is in our hearts. Only he can give us a new heart and put a new spirit in us. Sadly, we continue to blame other people or our circumstances for the struggles in our lives, looking for a solution to these things rather than a restoration that goes so much deeper. The good news is that Jesus knows better and came to save us from our sins. Let's pray. Gracious, gracious Lord Jesus, forgive us for blaming others for what lies in us. Forgive us and restore us through your grace. Give us a willing spirit to sustain us this day that we might live in the joy of our salvation and all that you have provided to us. In your name we pray. Amen.